0: Hey folks, welcome back, it's a goodlifebabe.com, Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans, episode
1: 148. Hey everybody, welcome back, it's a goodlifebabe.com, Jeff and Joel's uh... Tales from New Orleans? Tales from the hospital, bruh. Tales from the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us from the chemo trip. Uh,
0: we are. <laughs> we are right now in the LSU Medical Center, uh, which has been open for about three years. We're in the grand suite, 5134. Pretty sweet. Over here. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it is true. I am uh, receiving the chemo as we speak. And uh, we're doing our podcast from up here on the fifth floor. You're right. right on Galvez dope. and
1: Canal Street. It's Mardi Gras season, and you, your mom just brought you this dope-ass hat you're wearing. Yeah, I got a little you purple. lost your hair. I lost my hair. Yeah, I don't have any more. dope-ass hat. Thanks. I have hair,
0: but I just don't have enough of it. Anymore. Oh, you bragging. <laughs> <Really>. <laughs>
1: and everyone, uh, real quick, Jeremy Smith is in the house. Good morning, good morning, Vietnam. The the famous hef <laughs> is here.
2: For cocktail hour?
1: Uh, exactly. Kriper's coming with booze. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see if he's able to sneak uh, it in. No. we got Randy yeah. Perez over there, like, mixing the, uh, you know, riding the levels. What's up? Yeah. So, this, I don't know, Jeff. Do you think this is like maybe the first ever podcast from a chemo drip room? I would guess probably yes. I'm just I gonna, don't know.
0: I don't know if there's ever been. I'm going to stake yeah. a claim.
1: Yeah, let's stake a claim stake on that,
0: that. This is the first time. I'm just going to plant the flag that, that talent on a podcast is broadcast a podcast from. The hospital room.
2: Is there some FCC considerations? Like, do you have to have fake chemo? Yeah, I don't important? know. So you the kids—they're gonna find out. know, kids, don't think, out, you the know, kids don't think that that's cool. We're gonna—if we do get fined during fine, Mardi Gras, you know, right. Jeffy's so hardcore. <laughs> yeah. He's so hardcore. He's got his hat and his IV. It's just on it there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we may get fined for like some sort of licensing issue uh, in and around uh, the chemo. You used real like... chemo during <laughs> the filming right. of it. Yeah, exactly. you're not allowed to do that. No, sorry. We're breaking yeah, so many we rules are, here. We are breaking so A, there's many only rules. supposed to be two people in your room at any given time. Is that true? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, we've got this whole setup here—the portable setup with lobs and microphones going everywhere. We got about five people in the room. Nobody has objected so far to any kind of overage
1: on visitors at all. B and like they're like the visiting hours end at eight thirty, and I was here till like what ten thirty the other night. Yeah. What I love about Jeff is like at nine thirty he was like we were watching basketball. It was like Lakers, Pelicans, or what it was before that game. We're watching the end of uh, Boston Boston Portland. Portland. That's right. And the game. You were fading at 9:30. Yeah. And they gave you the steroid shot. And then Jeff DeVille came to life. Like, you, like, were, like, on fire. I was like, we should be recording the podcast right now. Can I tell you something that's weird about the steroid steroid shot,
0: which might be TMI? No, it's not. It goes right to your fucking butthole. What? (laughs) It's so weird, man. It's like...
2: You're, like, Incredible Hulking or something down there? Like, like your butt went from David David Banner (laughs) to... um. It's the
0: weirdest shot of all the shots. As soon as they come in, I'm like, I have 20 seconds of butthole itch that's going to happen right after they give you the shot.
2: That's how you know it's working? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like it goes
0: right in there. Like the whole thing about the testicles and everything, you can feel it, you know? It goes right into your testicles. It's it's all the things that they say about steroids, man, immediately. It goes right there. Boom. But yeah, I imagine that I bounce back after that, you know? Because you did. You, know, you get a little hype machine going on. Finally, I was the I was like, test. Jeff, I
1: have to yeah. go. <laughs> No, because we stayed up talking out of that. It was like know, 10.30. For an hour. Right, like, for an hour. About know, right. what? We were talking about like Mueller and like... Oh, because they had the whole... All day. this
0: shit. What a great yeah. day that was, man. I got to say, man. The Cohen Testimony Day was like... I mean... So all I had to do the first day that I was here was watch the fucking Cohen Testimony. <laughs> man. I watched the entire affair. Right? I mean... Except the one part that I really wanted to see, I really did. You know? It's like despite whatever I've said, it's like... I wanted to see how ocasio Cortez acquitted herself, you know. Yeah. And I want and 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 from all reports, it was she did a great job, and but they were treating me for something, you know. At, at that time. At that time. And right, like Bummer. from the second she started to the second she ended, <laughs> you know, it was like okay, later, and she's like, I've finished my questions,
1: and I was like, Was Damn it, it like the pick line or something? I uh, no, guessing. they had
0: put the pick line in before. For folks, if you don't know what the oh, pick it's a little line gross. is. That's how you get your chemo, um, at the hospital. So they have a team that comes in and they stick you. They stick this line in you. It's about like thirty six inches long or something like that, into your arm, and it goes all the way till it's like right before your heart, and then that's how you receive your drip. After that,
1: then yeah, and then they have to take the X ray to make sure that it'll kill you once the drip starts, right? Well, because there's some kind of fork
0: <laughs> right. in the ar- in the vein. Along the way, and it has to push through the upper one, and every now and again it goes into the one below, and you don't well, want that.
2: So they have a fluoroscope, so that they. Know so that they, they come they in with a with the
0: portable yeah. X-ray machine, and then they X-ray you. And each one of these things, from the hospital standpoint, is, in our great American hospital system, is uh, or healthcare system is completely compartmentalized to another team. You know what I mean? So like, so each it it. it, it Every team has its own bureaucracy, in other words, you know. So you never know how things are going to time out. You get the pick line put in. If they put it in the wrong way, it could be four hours before the x-ray people get in here. It could be 20 minutes, you know what I mean? So but it it turned out, it was okay. It was like 20 minutes later. She came in. She took a couple x-rays. And and it's all, you know, in the right spot and everything. Then you just got to wait and wait and wait because there's like this thing like, Doctor's orders, you know. So then the nurses have to get in touch with the doctor and make sure that the doctor's orders are put in, and then that has to go to the pharmacy, and then the pharmacy has to prepare the chemotherapy, and then it has to be released and brought up. Because they there. have to mix it, because they yeah. have to do all the like, stuff that they need to, to do. Mix right? the three types, or right. well, yes. they come in they come in different bags, right? right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and then you know, it's just to say that there's this immense bureaucracy even within a hospital like this. Even you know? though this
1: is your second round of chemo, you would have thought like this I thought the second round it would have been a little bit more quick, but no, it was like no, it's still the same thing. 14 it's hours, the same before. thing.
0: I tell you what would really is like um, the, the the difficult part is this is that you really want it to time out so that they hit you with it when you're feeling strong. Right. You know, which is like I was hoping that they'd have the pick line in and I'd be started like around two o'clock in the afternoon or something like that, you know. Right. Because then, like at that time of the day, what I found is like you know between like noon and five o'clock, that's kind of like my peak hours, you know. And uh, but it wasn't, you know. It's like they didn't start. So you're just sitting
1: here. You're like, why am I sitting here in the hospital? But at least there was the Michael Cohen testimony. No, the, the chemo.
0: They didn't get to the first right. thing of chemo until about 1.30 in the morning. Jesus, something like that. And you got to admit and like that seven, is when eight. you are at your absolute weakest. Exactly. Right. You know, during, like you're like down. Totally. You know,
2: but you like I said, they all run on independent schedules. And Everything runs on a it, certain order. And it has so. to go
0: in a certain order, right? So I mean, yeah, like it's that's just it's just a personal gripe about how it pans out, you know. But like I understand that but it all has to be. It's totally
2: understandable. At the same time, you know that. UPS has technology that would make this all move more efficiently. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's totally true. Do the Tom Hanks movie, man, the FedEx movie. If there was something just allocating, instead of sending you with a list and telling you in what order to do it, whatever time it takes to do each one, if every time you finished one you said, all right, I'm done with this one, right what's next I'm sure that there's some allocation resource allocation system that could keep a lot people a lot of people moving more efficiently well you you hear that about um
0: MD Anderson you know like my friend said that like that's a, like things operate on a much more like efficient clip but at the same time you have to you have to realize that MD Anderson is just about cancer right you know what I mean and listen I gotta give you kudos because you gave me a warning Jeremy about going into MD Anderson and Being like, hey, man, be prepared because like you're going to just the people around you are going to like shock you and stuff. And boy, you were spot on on that because like we were up at at the ear, nose, throat clinic and there was like a guy on the elevator who had his ear removed. Mm -hmm. Right. And so he was just on. sorry, hit the microphone. But uh, it was it just got he had his ear removed (laughs) and there was a like kind of open sore. You know that was there, and it was huge, and he was just kind of this Texas like super rednecky guy, and he was he's just like, hey, oh no, man, everybody, y'all go ahead, everybody, y'all get off the elevator first, yeah. you know, and he was super like, up and jovial, and 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 Tracy and I are just sitting there like the guy's fucking ear is off, and and we're wondering about like why is it not dressed in some way, why is it not. You know, is there something where like the doctors are like, no, leave it open to the it's open air, breathe. and yeah. it's gonna breathe out, and it's gonna form a large so scab. So there was no scabbing. It, like, it was just like wasn't bleeding, but there was no scab. And he was like oh, this, like weird. he was like this to me in the elevator. You know, like the ear was like right here. Uh, right. You know what I mean? Because he was like that high. You know, and it was close to my mouth. You know, so I was kind of feeling it a little bit. It was. You could feel the heat <laughs> off the ear,
1: like physically. <laughs> oh,
2: that's
0: hard. And he had the, <laughs> like, he had the tufts. He had the tufts going on. Oh, like yeah. you know like what I mean? The
2: cul-de-sac with the bozo extensions. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> like so, so when you, you get the, it depends on the kind of chemotherapy that you get, whether or not you're going to lose your hair. I'm on the definitely losing the hair chemotherapy, and uh, and and you know, both Tracy and I, I was like, look, this is how it's going to go. Like we're going to cut off the long hair. I'm going to have a little haircut for a little while. If it starts falling out, then we're buzzing it the whole way. Right? Can I and be that's honest exactly with Exactly how it happened. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, go ahead.
1: There have been many ladies over the course of many years who are like, "Would you? Just, you're good friends with Jeff, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." Tell him to lose that ponytail. Lose the ponytail. And right? then, and then, yeah. secondly, that one day where you had the hair, where it told, like, you had the haircut. Yeah. Like you lost it yeah. when I saw you. Yeah. Dude, you had like Bradley Cooper hair. Right. Like it was dope. <laughs> it was, like, it was like, like,
2: holy shit, you look so fucking good. Yeah. And not that yeah. you look bad now. Just, uh, uh, it's not uncommon for it to come back stronger. Is that and right? yeah, and that's bad. what I've heard. Right. It, exactly. He could get, have come back with thicker hair. And I saw a woman who started to have waves in her hair that she used to have straight hair, and it yes. actually came yeah. back. Yes. Stylish yeah. or something. Right. It I, comes I really back.
0: It comes back differently. And uh, yeah, I've heard all that stuff as well. I didn't know I could, a rich... I could hit reset But start as, over. as <laughs> soon as, I, as, it, as soon as the tough started coming out, I was like, I got to get So I went on Amazon and ordered like a $20 Remington saw thing, you know? Yeah. Oh, For, well, how do you think this like, gets done? Yeah, it start
2: you, at the bottom of my chin. I end totally, at the top of my totally. head. And that's Yeah, and,
0: and, uh, like, and Tracy's like, should I put it on one or two? And I'm like, I don't know, just put it on one, man. Like, let's go all the way down, you know, yeah. get it done. And uh, so we, should, a couple of days ago, just shaved it all off and got it, you know. Got ready to come in here,
1: like right. You 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 kind of like strike me as a cross between, on the top of my head right now, like with that with Bruce Willis and Christopher Walken, right? Oh, Jesus. Like that's that, with a hat with a cool hat with a hat. Yeah. my mom bought me a purple. It's a, it's a
0: good look. She bought me a purple hat, Mardi Gras hat. It's hilarious.
1: So uh, we have. I a... wish
0: y'all could have met my parents, man. On the way out, you missed them by like four minutes. Oh, get out of here. We haven't met them, but yeah, that would that would have been great. Yeah,
1: that would have been yeah, great. yeah.
0: Um, what what
1: they say? How was how'd that go? How are they holding up?
0: Oh, they're they're holding up good. You know, my parents are being are are being righteous champs in this nice. whole affair, and uh, yeah. you know, mom's uh, you know listening to the the diet directives and and bringing in some nuts and stuff every time and some. Uh, family, letter, letters from other people in the family and everything. Uh, they have uh, generation gaps in, in terms of how people want to help financially, you know? So, like, my aunt and uncle didn't want to do the online thing because they're skeptical about the online, you know? <laughs> so like, we donate and buy check.
1: We're going to send you a bag of cash. Hilarious. Right? That's awesome. The way that musicians Hilarious. like to be paid.
0: Uh, uh, which I love. I, I love all of that. Just the idiosyncratic nature of how like people want to help out is really sweet. And uh, you know, they brought a couple of cards and stuff. My my godmother, um, who I see very infrequently, uh, who's up in uh, uh, I want to say Minnesota, um, wrote wrote me a letter. And it was like one paragraph. Was like, well, I play pinochle. <laughs> 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 I play knuckle, and I'm and uh and she's like the first day we don't play for money so it's kind of boring but the second day we play for money
1: and Why? That's when it gets hot. Nice. That's when it gets hot. We should go to
2: like a two-day tournament. Oh, or they yeah, add, like a, a sleepover. Like a, a, a two-day the stakes tournament. Stakes get higher, yeah, man. They the stay get up 48 high, hours <laughs> of pinochle, fast and furious. Like they're
0: not playing around up there. Yeah, it's yeah. Minnesota in the winter Dude,
2: time. Yeah, pinochle, fast and furious. <laughs> I can't spell pinochle. Man, not <laughs> play
1: Coming to A and E soon. Yeah. Pinochle, fast and furious. ESPN three. The Rock.
0: They're in the cards, man, up there. You know. Long yeah, winters. Yeah, my, my parents played bridge. Yeah, bridge. That's yeah. their bag. Right, right, right. Like they have bridge tournaments oh, in yeah, Charleston, yeah. South Carolina.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah totally, yeah, totally. Yeah. totally.
0: What's the other one? Cribbage. That's yeah. the other one. I'm into cribbage. Dad, yeah, I Dad is guess super I'm into old. cribbage, man. I, I don't know the cribbage. He loves that thing. Man. I'm oh, into oh, cribbage. Yeah, the cribbage,
1: right. Dominoes for me is like what Dominoes,
0: like. yeah. Yes, indeed.
1: I'm not knocking them down, folks, the game. Right. It's just like... You know, I'm not talking about these cheesy videos when you were a kid. Actually playing uh, dominoes, you know, setting it up. What what they call the game? It's called Bones. Bones. But there's uh, a particular game line. Anyway, I'm spacing it. There's a particular type of dominoes, which is pretty Mm. dope. But speaking of dopeness, can I segue? Yeah, go ahead. Um, Want
0: to talk about the drugs that I'm on? (laughs) 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 Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: was actually going to kick it over to Jeremy here. And, like, during that first, your first session of chemo, which was, like, two weeks ago, and obviously everything was, like, a lot more unclear than it is now. And, you know, it was a very stressful five days. Yep, yep. And the friends and family that came through and came by, it was amazing. The team that you had around you of, like, people. yeah. And Jeremy Smith here, our guest on the show, hooked you up with content, bro. That's right. So you could like watch some shit at night. Yeah, (laughs) you know what I mean. I mean, because there's like the TV sucks here, and there's no Wi-Fi.
0: The TV has gotten slightly better because I've memorized some of the channels, right? Right. And also realized like when I when I want to feel at ease, I can go to the National Geographic channel (laughs) in the middle of the day, which is only going to be animals, right? But when it gets around six thirty or so, it uh, switches to like yeah, Alaska yeah. cops, you know, or something like that. And Absolutely, i Got to get rid of that.
2: It can be and, so nice. Right? And
0: you worked on that <laughs> show, probably.
1: Exactly.
0: And, uh, uh, Perez, right, Perez is like on that show, so I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I spend, but I need to be at peace when I'm here. Like, I need to see like bugs and stuff,
2: you know. And, like, you ever uh, chase a deadbeat uh, dad with a boom mic? You actually like know that, what uh, fun right? is exactly. like.
0: But... <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or the sports, right? So I had the sports programmed in and uh, and or uh, Turner Classic Movies, you know? T- TCM is TCM great. TCM,
2: fantastic. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the anything commercial free, which is part of what's totally. so beautiful about totally. TCM is that yeah. consistent volume. Yeah, yes, yes. But um, right. I agree with you about that, Gio. It's so peaceful if you have to pass time, like and be quiet during the day and at night it yes. just becomes a horror show. It
0: becomes a horror show yeah, at yeah. night, yeah. Um, and then you got I got it, busted
2: for heroin in turkey and... Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> Ken Burns, I'm telling you the National parks documentary yes. is like right. truly one of the most meditative things. But for anyone who's yeah. sick out there right right right. Ken Burns is national documentary, yeah they had two well, things on like, piece
0: natural Korea oh, and I was like, okay, yeah. great, let's see what Korea's got to offer, you know it was perfect um and I, I, so what what other questions do you have, Joel? Well, I
1: was going to say and, like the thing that like Jeremy dialed up for you on the um Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, so the, yeah, uh, yeah, The Mike Judge thing. Yeah. yeah yes. We the, got a shout-out to that, because I'm sure that, oh like, helped you a, through some lonely nights, right? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. So, like, when, you know, there's a period of, like, fading, you know, which happens around, like, 9.30 or 10 or something like that. And then I'm, like, you know, I might go to bed until 1, you know, and then I'm, like, solidly up from, like, 1 until... Because they come in and do the vital signs on you whatever and then you wake up and then you're awake you know yeah so it's just perfect for that because you know just put on the, the ipad and watch the uh uh tales from the tour bus which is great and i just rocketed through both seasons you know
2: i haven't caught like, up yeah I haven't it's finished so
0: good it's so freaking good and uh and then also the uh mr uh oh, mr turner uh mr turner man what a genius film good lord
2: i it's pretty unusual. Can you so tell is. me about it? I, I, I'm,
0: well, I mean, it's the most, like, unexciting kind of thing that you could possibly it, imagine. It's,
2: I way. can't imagine the pitch. Right, right. It, What's you know, the, I,
0: I don't I, understand how films like this get made, except that, like, there's just, like, this handful of these British independent filmmakers who are terrific. It's because it's and, Mike Lee. Yeah. It's because it's Mike Lee, yeah. or it's... Uh, who's the other one that I'm thinking of uh, who did, like, uh, Wind That Shakes the Barley? You know, there's a handful of these guys that are that are just like, you know, get to do whatever fucking film it is that they want to do, you know, right. somehow. And people give them money to do it. Oh, track record. Yeah, right, The exactly. fact that
2: we all know Mike Lee's name at this point. Right, like exactly. Naked was probably record. a much harder sell 20-some-odd right. years ago. Exactly. When you're like, what's the story? And, like, I don't know, we're making it up as we go along.
0: This artist, uh, uh, what was his first Frederick name? Frederick Turner? Fred, Fred. was it?
2: Something. He went it's by initial,
0: initial something Turner, Right. right? Anyway, he was a, you know, uh, this was in the heyday of, like, um, marine paintings, figurative marine paintings of a certain stripe. I don't even know what the the style is called, to be honest with you. But he was at the top of his game. And he's uh, kind of a disgusting creature, you know, in a way. You know, lots of belching, lots of grossness in a very english way. Yeah. You know, he's portly. He's got this gross dad in a way.
1: And uh but it's like there's a Monty this Python guy like who Yes. Up
0: yes, if you could think of it's yes.
2: Timothy way, Spall, yes. who's an interesting looking guy. Is already. It,
1: yeah,
0: I mean, he's the guy that played the rat in, 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 Harry, Harry, in Harry Potter. Potter
1: yeah. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. And
0: he's got the lead. Right. In this film and there's just nothing attractive about this guy, you know other than he's this great artist and um, it's kind of a hard film to describe but it's one of those genius uh, pieces of work where people who are great actors get the latitude to do the work that they are best at without anybody interfering with it and you can tell from the beginning of the film to the end of the film you're just marveling at the masterpiece of acting that's happening in yeah. front of you because there are just moments in the film, I recall, like one of them is where he's, he, at the end of the film, the style in the world is beginning to change. He's being pushed out, and other works are coming in, and he's viewing in this room these new works, and he's scoffing at it. And the way that he scoffs at it is so weird, and uh, and interesting, and uh, and so uh, he he just does a great great job, and it's a terrific film. I found it to be a genius. It, film. No, I. Aaron, what's going on, Aaron? In the house. Y'all. What's going, what going on, on right? Aaron In the house.
1: Check out it's our out. Uh, King Kate Baby. Oh, Jesus. Bobblehead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what you got? How you doing, bro? All right, man. I'm
1: doing good. I'm doing oh, good. Man, man. Oh, you gotta watch okay. it, bro. Uh, Everyone uh, that comes to the podcast has to wash the their hospital, hands. At the hospital, just so y'all know for a future podcast, gotta wash your hands.
0: Right, okay. right. <laughs> so, what, uh, so, so I, look, I just gotta say thank you for doing that because, you know, I, obviously I went through the Tales from the Tour Bus stuff first, which is genius, you know. But it was so great. I'm like, I gotta dial up this film, man. Like, what the heck is going on with this, you know? And I'm like, this... And it's uh, and also, I looked at the time and I'm like,
2: holy shit,
0: it's like two hours and 45 minutes yeah, long. Yeah,
2: of no dialogue, very right, little dialogue. Right. Uh, but, but
0: also of some of the best cinematography that I've seen in years. Like, it's clear that they took the time to make the the visuals that you're seeing in the film look like the paintings. Yes. So like, that you uh, understand uh, yeah, like totally. what he's looking at what he and sees in the world. What he sees in the world, uh, yeah, it's amazing.
2: My friend Tina both turned me on to the Mike Lee thing. She's an actor, and we have very similar tastes. I've known her for forever, so sure. I take her recommend- recommendations seriously. But she also told me that, that Mike Lee and his actors develop those characters over months before making the film yes, and that in some cases like Naked that there may not be written dialogue that they create the scenes and they develop these characters in their entirety and then they sort of let the scene play out. He has
0: a thing where he doesn't work from a script.
2: Right so I mean you can see that like before they ever started shooting Timothy Spall had this entire character how he walks, how he looks, how he breathes. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. He's inhabiting that thing before they ever start. Totally. And uh, yeah, it's got to be that unique way in which they work. And like you said, I don't think people have that luxury very often. I don't think so. Only by being the successful filmmaker and having struggled for years. And then done things like Topsy Turvy, which were really accepted widely and easy to appreciate, totally accessible. Right. Know. Yeah. yeah. You don't think many people get that latitude. And then that might not have been an expensive film to make.
0: I don't think I don't think it, no, no don't think it was thing. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. in the end you know it could because have quietly done if that if you really just count the locations yeah. that they did in that film it's not very many you know but when they're there the details are just ex- incredible you know they're incredible
2: uh, filmmaking has to be one of the hardest things in the world to master but you know that there's these handful of directors and crews that go out and actually work eight and ten hour days and kill it
0: a spectacular scene when they're in the rowboat. And they're rowing out to one of the ships, and you see the smoke coming out of the ship, and the and the ship itself, and it's perfectly executed visually, and you understand where the inspiration comes from, you know. And the scene when he he walks in and proves to everyone that he's the top guy, uh, because the other guys are, and you know, there's this room. If I can paint the scene for for our <laughs> listeners, that um, this is how people viewed art in that arena, when wealthy people wanted to buy art from the top artists, there was this one place that they went to, I forget the name of it, and it's this room where this very careful placement of art is put all over the room, including the ceiling and the wall, everything is adorned in art, and you choose and select from that, and he was the top guy at the time. And all of these artists are very carefully putting the last finishing touches on their paintings except Turner who goes in and he puts his painting on the wall and they think that it's done. But then he comes in and he puts a blob of red in the middle of the painting and no one understands what it is. And, every, and it causes everyone in the room to freak out because they're like, he ruined a painting. He's ruined his career. Because we're all the people that buy the art and why would he just come in here and ruin his career? That's crazy. And so they're puzzling over it and puzzling over it. And he lets them puzzle over it for hours. And then he comes in and he touches it up a little bit. And it turns out to be a buoy that's in the water. And everybody sees it immediately. And they're like, oh, he's the genius.
2: He's a genius.
1: you exactly. We have a new guest in the house we're going to introduce. But did you guys see the uh, Jake Gyllenhaal movie recently that's about like the art world? Yeah. Yes. And if not, we'll yeah, just uh, – this is great for Aaron Lambert's in the house, our resident Pelicans guru – uh, Aaron, Aaron, I'm gonna hand you the mic, and you can say hi to Jeff, and maybe like that. Did you see it, the chick, the Yes. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I saw it. Aaron yeah. what's going on man how yeah, you doing you look great oh you thanks look man great. appreciate you look it really man. really good dude. appreciate you look it look yeah. really good thanks look really man. Good, man thank happy you Mardi Gras. yeah happy Mardi Gras you're you're looking, appreciate man. it man. looking festive yeah yeah looking festive. yeah got yeah. kind of my little purple hat that my yeah. mom bought for me
1: full disclosure about the Jake Gyllenhaal movie the oh, one on Netflix is the one I right. think you're uh, referring to can't recall the name oh. and I saw the first maybe 23 minutes of it as I was passing out two nights ago before right. sleep so it was good enough that I'm very much into watching the rest, the rest of, of it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it looks uh, looks really uh, gripping for a, a little art horror type thing. I'm still not exactly sure what type of movie it is.
0: I think it falls in that genre. Yeah, somewhere in this. Yeah, some, art horror. There. Yeah, there's art, maybe five of those that have ever been made. It's art, you know. But
1: did you see the movie he did? I don't know what it's called. His most recent movie that I watched was the one where. He...
0: Hey. Right. Hi. Hello. Oh, here's the doctors and the there, same everybody. director. I All right, we're first. gonna have to take a break. Art, at this it's, point. It's, I'll just say real yeah. quick
1: to button up. Art, satire, horror is right. what it is. Okay. And the movie you're talking about is the one where you played that like camera guy who was like, Chase sorry, Leonard. I do a podcast, no. guys. No, where he sees somebody this who might looks be like totally himself against in the, the rules. Movie. Oh, dude, that <laughs> movie was great. <laughs> we're gonna hey, pick hey, this back right, up. Hey, folks, real quick, the doctors are here and they're super busy. We're gonna wrap this up really quick right now, and we're gonna get back to you in a minute once Jeff has received his beautiful and lovely care from the lovely lovely physicians here and health care providers at university medical center, uh, it's, dot goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel sales from New Orleans. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Word.
0: Hi.